I'm Taylor Tarter, and this is Fastball Fantasy Baseball. Let's get into it. I have to take a brief moment to tell you that my Fantasy Baseball League wrapped up. We actually scored our league two ways this year. We've been a head-to-head league, a five-by-five category league for a decade now. And so we stuck with that setup, but we decided with the shortened season that we would not do playoffs this year and just let the season run through. So we had 10 weeks to see basically who had the best record. But we also had a contingency plan since it was such a short season and so many things could happen. You know, a head-to-head format we thought might not be the best reflection of who had the best team through this year. You know, some teams might not have had an equally difficult schedule as others, etc. So we wanted a way to measure the season aside from the head-to-head standings. Well, I did not win the head-to-head standings. In fact, the guy in my league that did win, shout out to John Hawkins, a.k.a. Jayhawks, won by a lot. Uh, Like, it wasn't even close. So it wasn't even possible in the last week for anyone else to catch up. But I did come in second, and uh, thank you, Trey Turner, for that last day. And I also ended up coming in first in the uh, other format that we use, the Roto Statistics format. So all in all, I'm proud of my season, and I'm glad that, you know, I can show you that what I preach works. So with that being said, um, I'd just like to take this time like usual to remind you to subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you're using. Um, And, you know, please give the show a five-star rating. It'll help uh, my show be, uh, you know, pushed to the top of, of the list when people search for fantasy baseball on different podcast platforms. So I'd really, really appreciate uh, the rating. And then also follow me on uh, Instagram at Fastball Fantasy Baseball. I'll post there uh, as well throughout the playoffs, uh, the MLB playoffs. So let's get into uh, this new episode, this new format. So this is going to be a quick show. Uh, Like I said, I'm going to be switching gears uh, going forwards through the MLB playoffs. And I'll be doing these sort of mini episodes focused on daily fantasy baseball. Uh, through the MLB playoffs. So I'm basing my my setup, my uh, suggestions on DraftKings as opposed to FanDuel's. The lineups are different in in, in those different um, those different apps and and the scoring is different too. So just be aware that you know I'm I'm basing my suggestions off DraftKings. So in DraftKings for a DFS baseball lineup, you have to fill two pitcher positions and then first, second, third, short, and then three outfield positions. So just like a real team uh, for, the, for the players, for the fielders. You have a salary and each player is assigned a, a value, a salary value, and you have to stay under a $50,000 cap. There's a lot of strategies that you can that you can follow. There's things like stacking that you can do, which we'll get into next episode. Um, you know, I encourage you to do your research though and figure out, you know, gather all the information you can find and and you know, add that to to you know your your database that I'm going to be giving you throughout. Uh, so I'm basing my strategy on a few key things. 
for pitchers, DraftKings value strikeouts and wins. So I want the guys who are most likely to get me those stats on a given day. And I'm looking basically at who the pitcher is facing and do I see a lot of potential for strikeouts. Then I'm going to target that pitcher. Even if I think a pitcher uh, could win, I'm still, I'd rather get the, the big points from strikeouts. So for example, on Thursday, you have Yu Darvish pitching against the Marlins. He's likely going to be one of the most expensive players available, but pitchers are premium. They're, they're, they get you the most points in DraftKings, and I'm willing to pay that extra money uh, to get a pitcher like that with, with that good of a matchup, and then I'll find some cheaper options maybe in the outfield or at catcher. Uh, some other pitchers I like for Thursday's games are Charlie Morton against the Blue Jays and Clayton Kershaw against Milwaukee. Uh, for batters, there's a number of factors I'm looking at. One thing I go straight uh, straight to right away is the player's career stats against that pitcher, batter versus pitcher stats. You can find that data with a simple Google search. So that's the first place I go. Uh, once I got a few guys in mind, I'll look at two other stats in particular to help me kind of finalize who I want in my lineup. A stat called WOBA, it's a lowercase w, O-B-A, uh, and ISO, I-S-O. So according to Fangraphs, WOBA, or weighted on base average, is basically like a catch-all offensive stat uh, for, for hitters. The idea is that WOBA factors in a batter's batting average, OBP, uh, when they, how often they get hit by a pitch, when they, how often they take walks, their OPS, all of that stuff in one metric where each of those stats carries a weight in proportion to their uh, run value. So it values those different things differently. Uh, a good way to figure out if a, uh, if a player has a good WOBA is to think of measuring it like you'd measure on-base percentage. So below uh, 300 WOBA is not good. And if you're above 330, uh, that's very good. So I'm also, so I'm looking at that and I'm looking at the ISO metric, uh, which is isolated power. And essentially it measures a hitter's raw power. It tells you how much, uh, how often they reach extra bases. So a lower ISO means a player is not hitting for extra bases very often. Basically, and uh, ISO can help you decide if two players who have, you know, good batting averages or or even similar batting averages, which one is more likely to get extra bases. And in a DFS lineup, you want extra bases. You want you want the 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 possibility for extra bases. So for selecting batters, to kind of summarize, for selecting batters in a DFS lineup, I'm looking at batter versus pitcher stats, and then I'm using WOBA and ISO to kind of help me fine tune my lineup. So I'm gonna pause here just for a minute uh, for a message from my sponsor but I'll be right back with the rest with my DFS recommendations for Thursday, October 1st. So I'd like to put in this disclaimer that you should check before the games start to make sure that these guys are indeed playing that day, especially catchers. 
um, teams can make decisions to not start certain guys like right before the game. So you definitely want to check in before uh, your player's game starts. Uh, and some of these players may also be listed at multiple positions like Manny Machado and Matt Carpenter. So, um, you know, I might say that I like them at third base, but they're on DraftKings as a shortstop or vice, you know, vice versa. So um, you factor that in as well. Okay, so for catchers for Thursday, October 1st, I like Jason Castro and Yadier Molina. The first baseman I like are Paul Goldschmidt, Cody Bellinger, and Freddie Freeman. And some of those guys are going to be a premium. So if you go, you know, pitcher heavy and first base heavy as your expensive players, you might look at some other positions like outfield for some value, which we'll get to. Uh, second baseman I like are DJ LeMahieu, Ozzy Albies, and Kevin Biggio. Kevin uh, Biggio probably won't cost you too much in DraftKings. Uh, players to target at third base uh, for Thursday are Matt Carpenter, Manny Machado, and Vlad Guerrero Jr. Uh, the shortstops you want are Dansby Swanson, Carlos Correa, Bo Bichette, or Corey Seager. And then here are a few outfielders to look into uh, for tomorrow as well. Uh, there's a, a list here, so you might want to jot them down. Marcelo Zuna, George Springer, Corey Dickerson, Starling Marte, Will Myers, Harrison Bader, Christian Yelich, Ryan Braun, and Jock Peterson. So those are the guys that I would kind of like pick from in my lineup for tomorrow. So I'm, I know last week that I said I would try to do uh, Sunday and Tuesday uh, DFS posts like this uh, on uh on uh, Anchor on the podcast, but uh, I, I'm not going to be able to do that. What I will try to do is post on Instagram lineups for those days uh, or suggestions for those days, so make sure to check in uh, there. Uh, but uh, going forwards, I'm going to try to put out some, some DFS uh, podcast episodes on Sundays and Tuesdays in addition to Wednesdays. Um, I'm also going to uh, be putting through episodes, putting out episodes throughout the offseason uh, as needed when, you know, major signings come out or uh, teams make big roster moves. I'll talk about them on the show and, and the fantasy impact uh, of those signings and, and moves. So make sure to subscribe again if you haven't already so that you get notified when these episodes come out. Uh, and, and until next week, feel free to reach out via the show's email fastballfantasybaseball at gmail.com. Uh, and like I said, you can follow me on Instagram at fastballfantasybaseball to look out for those DFS tips. Uh, make sure to rate the show on whatever platform you listen on. Please and thank you, and thanks for listening.